Ah, 2020, the year of the global pandemic. COVID-19 absolutely rocked the world in ways that most of us could never have imagined. Businesses started laying employees off or closed down entirely. Industries started suffering, collapsing, and seriously within the blink of an eye, it felt like we were teetering at the edge of a major economic crisis. So where does this leave you in regard to your freelance aspirations? Is freelancing during a pandemic a possibility, or do you have to put that dream on hold until the world finds more stable footing? Of course, there really isn't one right answer for these types of questions, and a lot of this is going to depend on your chosen specialty. There isn't going to be one cut and dried answer that applies across the board, but let's talk about a few pros and cons, and then we'll talk about a few different ways that you can start freelancing in 2021. The pros of diving into freelancing now is that certain industries are booming. Certain companies are looking for more cost-effective solutions. So while they may be laying off full-time employees, what that really means is the work that they need to get done still needs to get done. So they are looking for freelancers, independent contractors, gig economy people to fill in the holes. And of course, as a freelancer, you don't get paid regular wage. They don't have to take you into account for taxes. They don't give you benefits. So in the long run, companies that are hiring freelancers are saving money in the background because, you know, they're not paying for all these things like space for you in an office or benefits. In fact, it's just been estimated that in this uh, last year alone, there are about 57 million new freelancers in the U.S. alone, and that of those, over 30 million people have decided that they are going to dedicate their careers to freelance work for the long haul. Um, So you are not alone. And also with so many companies going online with the pandemic, uh, freelancers and employers can now uh, easily connect with one another online. Everything's remote. Um, It is definitely the time to get into remote freelance work if you've not already. Now, the cons are, of course, is that we're kind of in the middle of a period of great uncertainty. We don't really know what 2021, 2022, and beyond will bring in terms of remote work. Will people return to the office? Will freelancers get laid off as companies regain their footing and hire full-time employees back on? Could they hire you as a full-time employee? We just don't know these answers. And... In the previous point, how I said industries are booming, that also means on the flip side, it's a con because there's a larger pool of competitors. And as with any freelance career, there are potentially longer gaps without pay. There could be times where you're rolling in the dough and then there could be certain months where you don't hear from clients and you don't get paid at all. Now, if you've made it this far to the video and you're still kind of enthused about freelancing in this year and you're ready to start, but you really don't know what it is that you could do online, we'll talk about a couple of the more popular or more common freelance jobs, and what skills you might need to learn in order to get into those particular hubs. Number one, freelance writer. Writing is a great option for those who love to write and have a strong command of the language, and you have the option to choose between, of course, creative and technical writing. Now, a lot of different types of freelance writing jobs include article writing, blog writing, copywriters. Uh, These are people that typically work with ads. You could even ghostwrite eBooks. You could do website content writing, you could do marketing, uh, you could do technical writing, you could even do research work. Number two, a virtual assistant. Now I'm a virtual assistant and I can tell you that this job varies 
immensely. <laughs> so um, it's such a wide range of jobs and it's such an overarching umbrella term. You could do administrative support only, uh, stuff like that's like replying to emails, managing uh, schedules, meetings, booking travel, etc. You could also be a specialized virtual assistant and these people do technically tan, uh, tend to charge more money. You could manage social media for certain brands. You could also call yourself a virtual assistant and specialize in something like article writing, ad copy, <laughs> you could do uh, lightweight design, you could do lightweight SEO, really sky's the limit here. So if you are interested in doing any sort of virtual assistant work, be sure to check out the other videos on my channels because I talk a lot about how to get into this particular industry. Number three, bookkeeping. Now, many business owners don't want to handle bookkeeping themselves because it's difficult and time consuming. So many opt for hiring freelance bookkeepers to do the job for them. And thanks to modern bookkeeping and accounting software, you're able to work online. And if you're good at accounting and you're good at bookkeeping, you can earn really good money working with a partner. Number four, a web developer, a freelance programmer. I think that this particular niche has always been in demand. Uh, it's even more true today as more and more businesses are finding themselves online. I think there's a lot of opportunity here to make really good money. And you can uh, either advertise services on your own through social media, through your network, through networking yourself, or of course there are lots of job boards that are dedicated to freelance web design in particular. A graphic designer, now being a freelance graphic designer is kind of interesting because I think it requires you to really zero in on your specialty. Now a lot of graphic designers work in-house so if you are opting to go freelance, I think it's important to really look at what your niche is. Are you a logo designer? Do you do designs for people's websites? Is it, a, are you a designer for social media? Number six, social media marketing. Social media marketing consistently ranks as one of the most in-demand industries across the board. It's always in the top three whenever you see those lists of um, you know, most in-demand or fastest growing industries online nowadays. I think it's because so many people, companies, individuals are looking to run social media channels on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. Uh, now we have the addition of Clubhouse. You name it, things are growing and across the board, all those platforms are totally booming. So if you are particularly skilled at creating content, especially uh, creating video content as video remains content king, optimizing them for SEO, attracting an audience, uh, marketing your strategies, growing a community, really engaging with those people. This is such a good industry to get into and it pays really, really well because these things are time consuming and take a lot of specialized skills. And not only that, but if you're good at your job, you will be able to have uh, to deliver a huge return on investment. So huge, huge opportunity for you to send really big bucks to your clients, to these companies. And in turn, they will pay you the big bucks to get them more revenue. So now that we've talked about some of the more um, popular niches that are out there with freelancing, you might be wondering, how do you actually start finding those clients? And the first thing you can do is network. Now, network, networking, I think is a dirty word, and um, it usually makes me think of a car salesman. <laughs> I don't like that. But the type of networking I talk a lot about on, my, on uh, this YouTube channel in particular is about informing your immediate networks, that's your family, your friends, your neighbors, your colleagues, it's really informing them about the type of work that you're doing and the type of work that you're looking for. 
The distinction here is that we're not pitching your friends or family uh, because I think that feels equally as icky. But what you're doing is you're planting the seeds. So you're saying to them clearly, this is who I help. This is my niche. These are the people who I'm looking to work with. And if you know anyone, send them my way. And it's that kind of building a strong professional network that I think really pays off in the long term because you're planting the seeds within those your network's minds. And it could be a week down the road, a month, a year. But if somebody in your network meets somebody who's in need of your skills, you'll be at the top of their mind. So always, always start with your immediate network. And second to that is, uh, is closely related. I call it um, online networking. Get to know groups online like Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Twitter. Uh, join some of these groups and become an active participant because joining some of these trade industry associations and groups can help you meet like-minded people. You can attend conferences. Um, you can become a known resource within these groups. So if you are constantly on those social media groups, helping them, answering questions, helping other freelancers like yourself resolve their issues, again, you're going to be at top of their mind when they have a client that they can't help or service. They'll know, hey, I'm going to pass it on to you because you've been so helpful. And of course, freelance platforms are always a good idea if you're brand new. Um, there are certain websites like Solid Gigs, Freelancer, even Flex Jobs. Uh, certain platforms or marketplaces are great for newbies who want to showcase their skills, share portfolios, um, maybe even outline what kind of work you do and outline your rates. So do check out some of these more um, popular sites too and see if that's something that you could get into as you're starting. So I hope this video was helpful to you if you're just starting about dipping your toes into the freelance world in 2021. You definitely need to smartly use popular social media channels and you definitely need to network um, both within your network and your professional network. And like any other industry, there's always going to be competition here. So it pays to have a very clear picture of what skills you offer and what type of clients you want to work with, because at the end of the day, that's going to make everything a lot easier from your messaging to actually connecting with those people who are looking for your services online. 